Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and I am the only other host, Michael. Oh, yeah, no bugs right. this week. The duo, yeah, back in action, <laughs> fresh off the debate. Yeah, I know a lot of people be sad because Boggs isn't with us. I had a few yeah. people that were happy to hear Boggs back again. Yeah, it was it was fun to have him back uh, for two shows. However, the latter show he got a little crazy with the he, whole Black Lives Matter thing. Got a he, little out of hand. He did go off topic on us. I, and start I, taking. I, it I had down. to I had to slap him around a little bit and tell him what's what. <laughs> I mean, I I can't really totally relate to black lives matter because i myself am not black obviously what um yeah surprisingly uh Uh, (laughs) but but um you know i i I don't know all the perspectives because again i i haven't lived the life of a black male or you know black female uh but i can understand and relate to some of the um issues that they have and the passions that they feel And and i'm pretty sure it spans all kinds of different you know you have your impoverished african-americans that you know feel slighted by the system and can never gain anything and then you have your others that have made something of themselves or were giving good opportunities but still get stopped by the police for no reason or whatever so uh, I, had to, I had to slap Boggs around a little bit and tell him well, that that sassafras we, we ain't having that shit in here According to Trump, they're all living in hell. So yeah, yeah. they're I, all living in hell. We should Every do an experiment. Every single African American. What? There, there's an old Saturday Night Live bit where Eddie Murphy they made him they made him up like a white guy, and he got to go and experience <laughs> oh, yeah. what it's like to be a white person. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know if you ever saw. It. It's so funny. Like there's a yeah, part where he's like on the bus. And there's like other black people on the bus, like commuting to work in the morning. And as soon as they get to, to one stop, the like that one other black person got off the bus, and then they think it's all white people because he's dressed up like a white person. They all break out and they're like a fucking celebration, and <laughs> yeah. start playing music and passing. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sh- great. So fucking awesome. So we need to. We're gonna do you in blackface, and we're gonna send you on the street so you can get a taste. No, of what it's like. no, what? I don't want to do that at all. Oh, it'll be great, dude. I know. See, I think if anybody needs to do it, it needs to be Boggs because he doesn't understand the plight of the black man. So, <laughs> if anybody needs to do it, it needs to be Boggs or Trump. Maybe we'll do that. That'll be an experiment for the show sometime. I mean, uh, 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 it would be a good experiment to kind of give people an understanding of exactly what what it's like because they don't know. 
well, they don't the, empathize, they don't understand, so they just immediately reject it. Nah, everybody's going to know what it's like to be living in hell pretty soon if fucking uh, Trump gets in office. Well, oh my God. I, I don't know. Trump is... Uh, we'll get into it, of course, but... Yeah, man, so, this is actually like the first week where I have legitimately felt like it's about over for him. Yeah, I don't... I, I mean, I think so, too. I was, I know a, I a couple weeks I don't see ago, how he can recover from this. No, nah, I know a couple of weeks ago when we were doing the show, like, I, I've been tracking the polls and stuff because um, I get bored at work. I need something to do. And right. like I said, the, most of the polls were really, they were surprising because most of the swing states, uh, like Ohio, Florida, those the big ones, the ones that really do matter, and the whole fucking gist of the thing um we're starting to trend toward trump which i was fucking shocked and amazed but then the first debate happened and like we (laughs) talked about it on the show it was such a train wreck for him and of course we did the show like two days after so the polling numbers hadn't really come out yet but man, I was watching them all last week and everything started trend it got so bad, like the numbers shifted so much where they were talking about states like Arizona could possibly possibly be in play for Hillary. And I don't yeah. think Arizona's voted for a Democrat since like the fucking forties or something. I mean it's ridiculous. And um like even there's like newspapers and magazine publications that never endorse people or only have only endorsed Republicans over like the last forty to fifty yep. years that a have come out. A lot of newspapers. And endorsed including Hillary. the Dallas Morning News. Yes. Yeah, Dallas Morning News and uh like the New Yorker magazines only endorse like three people in the history of their like a hundred year history of their magazine and they even in- endorsed Hillary. So um yeah, it's pretty shocking. So I mean, everything is starting to kind of go that way. And like I guess I've always said, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Hillary fan at all. I mean, I'm not. To me, she's Republican light on a lot of her foreign policy issues and stuff. Um, and I, I just, I don't know, whatever. I could definitely do without her. But the more that this goes on, I'm definitely getting more on the bandwagon. So because I just, it's Trump's driving me to fucking like think well maybe she's not that bad (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's actually pretty decent so but um so the big thing was so we just watched well i just watched a debate eric was out watching football getting drunk so i have to fucking break break down the debate and tell eric what happened look (laughs) hold on i I did it for the for our fans (laughs) so then they can you know you you already have your perspective because you've watched the debate. Now mm. they get to see my live reaction to the debate. So, well, I'm not going to reenact the whole fucking thing for you, dude. Well, the highlights, the highlights. There were no highlights of the debate. Okay, they were all the, low lights. The the okay, the low lights, the the scum, the crazy things. So I think before we get into it, um, I just briefly, even though everybody will have been beaten down. Uh, from it now, but the video that came out. Oh, Pussygate? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? So, I don't really want to talk about the video so much, but like when it broke on uh, this past Friday and it was such a big deal, like I'm watching, like me and the woman are in bed because we're old and we're watching like fucking cable news and we're watching them do the breakdown on this video. It just broke out like I guess Friday afternoon about the time I was getting off work and stuff. Um, 
And so I got home, I saw the video, heard the audio and stuff. I'm like, well, okay. You know, this is 11 years ago. I've heard, I used to listen to Howard Stern on the radio and Donald Trump used to be on Howard Stern a lot. So I had, I've heard Donald Trump say fucked up shit before being on Howard Stern and stuff, you know, talking about his ex-wife and talking about sex and stuff. So I know there's audio out there and it's even been brought up during this campaign. I think a couple of times is some of the stuff he said, even some of the things like with his daughter that he said that yep. are fucked up. Yep. Um, some of that stuff came out of that. So hearing him say that stuff to me, wasn't a shocker, but I'm watching it unfold. And all of a sudden, dude, it's like they start getting all these, you know, fucking, uh, phone calls and emails and stuff like on the newscast are bringing up all these Republican operatives and all these congressmen and some of the governors and different people are like calling in. They're like, this was the final straw. You know, we're, we're not, we're taking our endorsement away from Trump. And some, some of the Republicans are saying he should drop out and they're in panic mode. And I'm just thinking to myself, this is what it took. Yeah, I'm like, of all the things he said, the racist shit he said, the homophobic stuff, the sexist stuff. I well, mean, you know why, right? Well, because he's losing badly now. No, no, that's not why. If you actually look at it, okay, so the racism, it, he goes in with Hispanics and mm-hmm. then blacks. And then even with the stuff about sexism, I mean, besides for the Megyn Kelly stuff uh, with like the uh, Miss Universe, she was Hispanic. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, he's talking about accosting a white woman. You think then it's it? panic mode. <laughs> you think that was it? That was, <laughs> was the straw. Woman. It was a white woman. Now it's a problem. No, I just, I'm listening to it. I'm like, okay. So he's talking about trying to fuck a married woman that blew yep. him off. Uh, he's talking about how he can just fucking kiss and touch any woman he wants because he's famous. And so he can get away with that and all this shit. And I'm like... Yeah, sounds about right. Like, I'm not even shocked by this. I'm listening. I'm like, man, this is probably going to hurt him, but I'm not shocked. But all these Republicans are going into panic mode, and I'm like, you motherfuckers. Okay, so all these fucking Republicans during the primary are shitting all over him, but he still wins. So the majority of Republicans, the Christian conservatives, put his ass in that spot. And then mm-hmm. all these fucking Republicans who were shitting on him during the primaries talking about how unfit he was and Started how terrible endorsing he was. Him. Yeah, then they all jump on his fucking bandwagon and kiss his ass. And Mike Pence, for taking that VP slot, Mike Pence is like the most Christian conservative, Mr. Fucking Conversion Therapy for gays and all that shit. He's the fucking, the height of the hypocrisy that is the Republican Party and the Christian conservative movement. And yet, all of these motherfuckers are coming out and panicking. Well, like, oh, we can't believe he would say this. It's like he's been saying shit like this. Yep. The whole fucking time. Again, it's, it's because he was talking about white women. I mean, I don't if know. If he had dude, been talking just, about a black woman, they would have just dismissed it. I, I just, I hate the hypocrisy of conservatism, and especially when I say conservatives, I always preface it like it's Christian conservatism because religion is a huge part of that party. They at least oh, yeah. that's what Big. they that's what they put out there. Even that's though what they claim, yeah, yeah, they're the most. No, I mean, if like I always say, if they're Christians, if you look at the Christian doctrine, they're the most anti-Christian party because of their fucking beliefs and what they you know how they want to govern and run the fucking country is so anti what 
Jesus, if there was a Jesus, would fucking believe in, you know, according to that fucking, uh, that book, you know, what's it called? The Bible. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it was just shocking. So I'm just watching these motherfuckers just go off, you know, like all these representatives call in and say this and this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I fucking, you motherfuckers, I, I just, I hate the hypocrisy so much. I can't stand, this is why I hate fucking conservatives. I hate Republicans and everything they fucking stand for because they're the most hypocritical pieces of shit when it comes to this stuff. So it's funny to watch. I think like as of today, there's like 50 different either state, um, federal, like governors, senators, staff, whatever, across the GOP spectrum um, that had already came out and said that they're going to take their endorsement away, which who gives a shit anyway, or saying that he should drop out of the race. I'm like, okay. The thing that got me, and I don't know if you saw this, this is what got me. So I'm, we're watching the news and all this shit's going on for like two hours. And finally they start breaking in. Like I'm watching MSNBC cause I'm a lefty and, um, they say, Hey, you know, Donald Trump just is putting out a video, an apology video. And, um, I'm like, okay, well, I want to see this. So they play it and he comes out and it's a typical bullshit. Hey, you know, I said things 11 years ago, blah, blah, blah. I shouldn't say it. I apologize. This and this. So it's like a minute and a half video. And that's about the first 45, 50 seconds of it is him given just the standard. Yeah, I fucked up. My bad. Sorry. Didn't mean it. Bullshit. But then he goes that next step where there's that pause and he goes, you know, I may have said some things, but Bill Clinton actually abused women. And I'm like, what the fuck did he just do? <laughs> so he takes his apology and flips it into, hey, yeah, I said some fucked up shit, but hey, Bill Clinton's been fucking touching women for years and getting away with them. I'm like, holy shit, dude. I just looked at my wife and I was like, this fucking debate is going to be... Because he knows, because the polls are so bad, and he just got busted for this video. I'm like, that motherfucker is going to go scorched earth. And, um, I mean, today and stuff, some of his surrogates are out, like Rudy Giuliani, who I think is one of the biggest pieces of shit on the face of the planet. Uh, basically, they're on the news day saying, hey, well, you know, Trump said some bad things, but, you know, it's just locker room talk. And, hey, at least he's not Bill Clinton, who's a rapist. I mean, Giuliani actually came on and said what? Bill Clinton is a rapist. No, a rapist is somebody who grabs somebody by the pussy without them actually wanting it. Yeah. Bill Clinton, was, at least it was consensual. Yeah, he's a prick because he cheated on his wife. Certainly. Several times. <laughs> yeah. Certainly. Oh, no doubt. It makes you a prick when you cheat on your spouse. That doesn't make you a sexist, though. That's different. Oh, no. He loves women. He's the opposite of Trump. It's different. When you actually accost them, when you make them uncomfortable because of your touching, groping, or trying to kiss them, Mm -hmm. that is called assault. That is actual rape, motherfucker. I just... Well, but... Okay, now that was... So that was my... Thing going into this debate because at the end of the last debate you know he made the comment like hey you know i could have said some things tonight but you know out of respect for you know your daughter i didn't do it so i knew right then i was like okay the next debate and we even talked about this i'm like next debate he's gonna say some shit and then this comes out and he did that apology last night and he basically just comes right out and says you know bill clinton's you know a sexual predator i'm like oh shit so I'm already thinking this debate is going to be ridiculous. I mean, like I said, scorched earth, man. He's just going to burn it to the fucking ground because his numbers are tanking. All the Republicans are jumping ship on him. 
So this is, I asked you about if you knew what he did before um, the debate tonight. And you're like, no, I didn't hear about it. So this is what Trump did. So about an hour before the debate, he calls the press corps and he said, hey, I'm doing my final debate prep. So he called him in to a conference room, I guess, so they could watch him do debate prep. It was the premise. I I don't understand. So all the press corps goes back. He's got a conference room set up. So it's him sitting there. And next to him is Paula Jones, Catherine Willey, Juanita Broderick, all these women who had claimed that. Um, Bill Clinton had either raped or sexually assaulted him back in the 90s when all that shit was going on. He's got all these women sitting at the table and he lets each one of them talk and, you know, say Bill Clinton, you know, did this to me or Hillary Clinton did this to me and stuff. And it's like all the media, you could just tell like all the media is like, what the fuck is going on? I've never seen anything like that in my life. And they get back and the media's just like, this is taking a very dark turn tonight. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, dude. I go, Trump, I cannot believe he did that. I mean, it was such a low fucking blow. I mean, like, I, I, okay, dude, if you want to take shots and bring up dirt, like let your surrogates do it. But for a presidential candidate to try and do that shit... I just, it was shocking to me. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh my God, dude. I I thought it was going to be bad tonight. And I'm like, when you start off like this, and then during the press conference, he's like, yeah, tonight during the debate, all these women are going to be in my, in the audience with my family. I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) I mean, I know you didn't see that, but I mean, if you flip on the TV and you see that, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you're thinking about that? Like, I, I wouldn't know what to think. I mean, first off, I mean, has Bill Clinton actually been tried with any of this? So, well, I mean, Ken Starr, when they did their special prosecutors, they they went over all these cases. Yeah. So, and what came of it? Um, the only one that really anything came from was the Paula Jones one because she was trying to take him to court, and he did settle with her and paid her off. And, of course, the Clintons already said, look, he was president at the time. We couldn't be locked down in court, so they just paid him off. I'm like, sounds a little shady, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, say, it, again, it's Bill Clinton's not running for president, and that's the it's thing. the first thing. Yeah, that's the first thing. Second off, I'm really getting tired of this stupid fucking rhetoric that it somehow negates what somebody else does because of something that somebody else did. That's not how it fucking works. It's not, you know, oh, well, this guy back in the the 50s was a racist and he was a Democrat. So what I said is not that bad because I'm a racist. It's like, no, that that doesn't quite equate. It, It doesn't excuse the behavior at all. We're not contoning the behavior of the other person, but we're condemning the behavior that you did. Like, I, I don't understand why that is not why people are trying to justify the actions of somebody because of the actions of somebody else. That doesn't make fucking sense to me whatsoever, especially when that person is not running for the fucking seat. Yeah, I know. Well, and that's the thing about it. It's like during the 90s when all that stuff was going on, too, it like Hillary wasn't a popular figure. I mean, she was part of that when they tried to set the healthcare thing. And of course that flopped so hard. And 
So she kind of took a hit in the polls. People saw her as kind of intervening too much as a first lady, and they saw what a mess that the health care program they tried to put forth was. And But then when all that the scandal stuff came out, it made her like a sympathetic figure, and she actually became quite a popular first lady for a while. Like her favorables went way up because I think not just women, but even some men could they they empathize with her for having to deal with that shit. And it was funny tonight because I I can't remember I was flipping back and forth between the channels, and one of them played a clip of Trump back in like ninety eight or ninety nine talking about Hillary, saying how he felt bad for because you know a lot of women go through that kind of stuff it's like yeah like your ex-wife that I was you about fucking say, cheated like his ex-wife. on you son of a bitch but it's like it's like yeah he's like oh you know a lot of women go through this but she didn't just have to deal with it she had to go through it in the public eye and i'm thinking to myself and he said how much you respect her and what a great woman she was and this is on that video and then let's fast forward 17 years where now he's trying to put her and on trial again for something that was already litigated that her husband apparently did. And the whole reason is, like you said, it's like, yeah, I said these things. And, yeah, I've cheated on my wife. And I've, I have – he has a rape case against him right now. Uh, people should look that up if not aware of it. A girl, when she was like 13, said that he raped her. And there's a case. It actually went to trial in New York. Um, it's going to be going to trial pretty soon. So that's something to look forward to. So, I mean, he's been accused of rape. His ex-wife, Ivanka, when they were getting a divorce, said that he got aggressive with her and, you know, and he was physically abusive with her. And, and actually, she said he raped her. But, of course, after the tr- they did the settlement and she got a shitload of money from him and, you know, she had to sign some fucking paperwork. So now she doesn't talk about that, of course. <laughs> but beforehand, she had said all that stuff. And... You know, like I said, it, there's a history with him. It goes back, you know, a couple decades. Like I said, from the Howard Stern shows to other things that he's done. He used to do things with Playboy. There's an old video of him doing some stuff with Playboy shoots where he says things. And this isn't just like a mistake. This is a his. This is the way he is with women. This is the way he runs things. Yeah. So, so I think it's so funny that now he's getting attacked for it, and his thing is. Well, I, it's not to say I didn't do it or that's not really who I am. It's like, hey, Bill Clinton said worse things to me on the golf course than what I said to Billy Bush on the bus, you know. Or, you know, hey, yeah, sure, maybe I try and grab women's pussies, but Bill Clinton fucking raped a woman once. I mean, sure, it hasn't been decided. There's no proof of it or anything. I mean, it, even though the woman later recanted in a deposition and said that he didn't really raper or something i mean i have to go back and look at it. that's the water juanita broader case i mean yeah. i'm not saying that there's not look he had a lot of women accusing stuff and we know they screwed around with a few women because there's the jennifer flowers and of course monica so the dude he makes it happen bill makes shit happen you know what i'm saying so where there's smoke there's a little fire i'm sure he's done some things he shouldn't have done but like you said that's not the point the point is what this fucking lunatic who's running for president now has said and done and how he treats women and how he treats people and um so i was ready for real slash and burn and i gotta say i was a little disappointed he was very pissed tonight in the debate um how much of it did you see you said you saw the first part of it right uh i I saw very little i mean very little so what what did you see exactly? Oh. Um, it was probably a little bit into halfway. It was right around the question of that one guy that was like, can you say something nice about the other candidate? Oh, you saw that was the very end then. That's toward the end of it. Yeah. Okay. 
so that was probably the nicest mode of the night. <laughs> right. Um, well, let me, b- before we continue, let me go back to the whole, you know, putting Bill Clinton's sins on the back of Hillary. Uh, I mean, how is that respectable in anybody's mind to blame her for any of that? Well, she's this, partly a victim in the whole thing. I agree. And I think so that is pretty fucked up. To sit there and say that because of what Bill Clinton did makes her unfit. But you got to understand that. 30, and that's extremely fucking sexist, too. That 30% of radical righties that are on the Trump bandwagon love that so much. And they do blame her, too, because his spin on it is Bill Clinton was a predator and did all these things. And you knew about it. And you stuck by his side and defended him over these poor women. And your whole thing is, I've been fighting for women and children my whole life. And you turned your back on these women and let your husband, you know, run roughshod on him. That's where Trump's coming from. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't agree with that. I'm just saying that's his perspective. Yeah, e- easier said than done. I know. Anybody I mean, who's been in any kind of relationship like that, I mean... It is easier said than done. Good luck. Yeah, I I don't know. I so I'll kind of walk through a little a few of the things on the debate. I think were that really stood. I mean, a lot of it was just the overview of it, just so you kind of get the sense. Um, Trump made sure that he interrupted Hillary almost every time she talked. Yeah, he I could w- see that. Like even in the small little segment that I saw, he was interrupting her and i'm like is still with this you didn't learn from the first fucking debate you piece of shit constantly when she was talking he would always keep the mic right to his mouth and then occasionally he'd just throw in his little one words like she'd say something nope nope that's a lie you know that kind of shit under just into the mic and um he it was a town hall style so of course you know they're kind of free to walk around and yeah engage with the questioners and every time she would like walk over to try and engage with the person asking the question he would kind of like loom behind her it was really weird he would kind of walk around the stage and he'd get behind his chair and kind of rock on it i mean you could tell he was like fucking pissed i mean just his body language and the way he looked tonight i mean he just and she because that shit happened beforehand where he pulled all those women in and stuff like when they came out Right off the bat, like, you know, they always come out and they shake hands and stuff. Hillary walked kind of over toward him and just kind of turned sideways on him. She didn't shake his hand, um, which, <laughs> I, which I got to say, I would have been pissed if she would have. I was really glad that she didn't. I, I actually kind of wanted her to walk out and kind of like lean over and whisper in his ear like, you know, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm taking you down tonight. Um, but you could see like... He they the one of the first questions was about the video and asking him like hey you know can you kind of ex- explain this a little better because your your little I'm sorry video wasn't really an I'm sorry video and he deflected I mean he kind of defended himself a little bit and said ah it's just shit we're just shit talking stuff and Anderson Cooper's funny I mean they they actually kind of went at at him a little bit tonight and would kind of keep on him a little bit if they weren't answering the question stuff and he's like but you said that because you're a star that you can just kiss women and grope them and get away with it he said you do realize 
what you said that you you're sexually assaulting women when you do that if it's unwanted and unasked for and trump just kind of blows off he goes no have you ever done that because if you have you understand like he's trying to put it in his head it's like you're what you're saying is you sexually assaulted some women yeah you <laughs> admitted like, to sexual assault yeah and then trump's like oh yeah, yeah yeah i've never done that it was just talk it's like you fucking lying son of a bitch because he got off that bus and i don't know if you noticed even on that video he got off that bus and he introduced himself that girl he like leaned in and kissed her on the cheek or something <laughs> it's like you know that motherfucker did that shit all the time it's so ridiculous oh, yeah. but um then they kind of asked a follow-up to something similar to it and then that's when he went off on the bill clinton stuff and he pointed out the women in the audience and pointed out the rape case pointed out the uh the there's a one woman there who when she was younger she had been raped and hillary clinton was the defense attorney on the other side defending the guy that was raped her and and he she got him off and um you know and they were talking about that how like you know he let a she helped get a rapist off and everything it's like I hate defense attorneys, but I mean, that is a job. And then, you know, that's a job you do it. You can't really blame her for doing her job so much. But I mean, he's making a point of that. And that's like I said, he goes in that whole spiel about she's not really for you. She's just full of shit. She just lies. He called her a liar like probably 10 dozen times. He called because her. Because he's not, clearly. Uh, he doesn't lie. He tells it like it is. Yeah. And um, he called her the devil once. Really? And he said that she had hate in her heart. Wow. So he was he was putting laying it down. And I gotta say, she looked really defeated. Like they put the camera on her sometimes when he's talking. And you know, usually with the cans, like they'll sit there and smile and stuff through everything because they gotta put on a face. I mean, she just kinda sit there and just stare off into space like I can't believe I'm on stage with this fucking lunatic right now and having to put up with this shit. Like she had that thousand yard stare from like, <laughs> like she just got out of Nam or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was freaking ridiculous. But so, I mean, like I said, he didn't answer questions. And one of the, the moments I thought was pretty funny was, um, they asked him a question about like Syria and Russia. And the answer he gave was completely opposite of what Mike Pence had said when they asked him a similar question. Um, last week during the vice presidential debate and the moderator stopped him and she's like, well, okay, but your running mate said this, which is in contrast to what you said. And she read the exact quote he said, and Trump's like, well, I don't agree with him on that. <laughs> it's like, that's your fucking running mate, dude. And you wow. can just see, see everybody look like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> He's like, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's what he thinks, but we don't talk about, he goes, I didn't talk to him about that <laughs> we don't agree on that <laughs> i'm like holy shit dude this guy is priceless and then um the one thing that you'll hear anybody tomorrow um that's watching any coverage for the next couple of days the big point that'll come out of i think is there's the part where they're talking about her emails um the moderators brought that up and they're discussing yeah. that with her and, you know, she's going through her spill about, yeah, I fucked up, you know, but, you know, none of the classified stuff got out. It was an error on my judgment, blah, blah, blah. So he's hamming her, hamming her about uh, the fact that, you know, if anybody else had done that, like they'd be in prison for it, which might have had a little bit of a point there. I mean, you got classified documents like that and you're that loose with them. 
You can. I know I was in the military. I had a TS clearance. And there's a lot of shit you have to go through to get that clearance. And they make a lot of points. You sign a lot of things saying, if I do this, 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 fuck up, you know, my ass could be in fucking Fort Leavenworth, you know, for it. Yeah. So, in this point, I do. This is one of the things about her I don't like because she does some dumb shit and she does things she's above it sometimes, I think. Um, but the one of the things he went after for, you know, she made the point. She says, look, it was investigated by FBI. You know, there's nothing that was illegal about it. Blah, blah, blah. I got free kind of thing. I mean, she didn't say it like that. She made it real, you know, she dumbed it down. And yeah. he came back at her and he started talking about if I become president, one of the first things I'm going to do is I'm going to sign up. He goes, well, he goes, I don't want to have to say this tonight. He goes, but I think it needs to be said. If I become president, he said, the, one of the first things I'm going to do is get my attorney general and I'm going to sign a special prosecutor to investigate you. And I'm like, holy shit. And then that, he finally got to the point. He said, you know, you know, if I was president, you'd be in jail right now. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. It's like dictator Trump. That is, dude, that is like all these fucking South American countries, these goddamn Eastern Bloc countries that they do that. You know, when in the politics, the person who loses, the other person will fucking try and throw them in prison and shit. It Uh happens all the time in those types of countries. I'm like, that's a dictatorship straight up. It's ridiculous. And he said that. And it's like afterwards, that was one thing that stuck out for me was that. Because, and they brought up the term, one of the commentators I was watching after brought the term Nixonian. And I'm thinking, that is, man. That's what Nixon did. You know, You're on tri- my list. Yeah. He tried to get the CIA and the Justice Department to do his dirty deeds when, yeah, like you said, he had a list, basically. And he tried to get them to do shit. It's like, that is the exact opposite of everything. that, should, that Bush administration did that a little bit with the Justice Department, you know, with the torture memos. Yes. And that is... I mean, it's far. That's beyond the pill. It's like that proves everything that she and any reasonable human has been trying to say about him. This is not a guy that you need in charge of no. the IRS, the FBI, the CIA, the nuclear codes. I mean, he's so vindictive. I mean, he got busted for that video coming out. Not it wasn't the Clinton campaign that dropped that. It was a reporter for the Washington Post that dug that shit up and yeah. dropped it out. And this is a guy that's been doing well, reporting on his Trump charity. Trump will say it's dance. one of Clinton's inside reporters. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. And he's so pissed at them, he goes right for that Bill Clinton shit. And, you know, he's just, like I said, on stage, he's just so pissy and aggravated. And I don't know, man. It's, I think that his base will love this debate tonight because of the shit that he went after. I mean, tell you know, that whole Hillary for prison thing, telling her he'd put her in jail. They love that. Saying, you know, Bill Clinton's a rapist, basically, like his fucking surrogates have been doing. They'll love that. That 30% is going to eat that shit up. The problem is that 10% in the middle, who is, like I said, still doesn't know where to go, I think... He totally, and uh, uh, you know, alienated them tonight. I mean, I'd be shocked if, like, her poll numbers have already gone up. Like, I've been, like I said, just look at the different polls. Like, she's starting to pull ahead again in Florida and Ohio. And if she takes either one of those, there's no way he wins. And um, I'd have to think after this video leak 
and this debate tonight and is just viscerally shitty and angry as he came across and some of the things he said. Um, I think any women that were on the fence, I cannot imagine that they would fucking break his way now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm shocked that there's still women that are on his side. I cannot fucking believe that for the life of me. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. And one of my friends on Facebook, they made a very good point. They're like, okay, if you are for Trump, write down the comments that he said and hand it to your mother. And then say, see, he's not so bad. Bill Clinton. Hand it to your fucking mother. That's poignant. I mean, that, that's that's straight on point. Like the things that he says, and it wasn't just banter. Go fuck yourself with that banter bullshit. He definitely accosts women because he's a big star and he can get away with it. So as a, as a woman, I, I don't see how you could stand behind that whatsoever and defend it. And, and fuck you if you want to bring up Bill Clinton or JFK or any other Democrat. It, again, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make it okay. Just because somebody else did something similar does not mean it's okay. So fuck you. I don't know. I think... I'm just wondering because, I mean, we still have a month of the shit. We still have one more debate. So I don't know where where else he can take it. I mean, he basically, like I said, he's already done the accusations on Bill and his surrogates have come out and said the things they've said. It's like that was pretty much as low as they could go. I mean, they've beat the email thing into the ground. And the only thing that he really hasn't mentioned, which is funny to me, is they haven't brought up Benghazi. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only other Republican card out there. But, I mean, that's another thing that's been beaten in the ground so much. It's like... He hasn't brought it up, but his surrogates have. Yeah, but I can't see anything being worse than saying, hey, your husband's a rapist. <laughs> so, so take that, bitch. <laughs> I <mean. laughs> yeah, I know, I know I'm a rapist, but your husband's a rapist. So, well, he's not. No, now Trump's not a rapist. He's just got a there's just a, a case going through the courts right now saying that he raped a girl. <laughs> but don't worry about that. It'll be fine. He didn't do it. Sure. I, don't, I sure. don't know why, but dude, I tend to think that I wouldn't doubt if he has had some moments. You know what I mean? What? I, I don't know about raping so much, but I know like the. Where he's done things and probably paid some women off or something. Who, I would Trump? Not doubt. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I would not doubt if it's in the background somewhere. Hell yeah. I think one thing there, I, I heard someone speculating that there's more videos like this that they had that could possibly be released and um, maybe just as bad, if not worse stuff. So maybe that's the thing. It's like, well, if he could put the onus spec on Bill, you know, put that, bring that 90 shit back up. It'll take a little pressure off of him because Hillary's so hated and, you know, Bill's so hated by the conservatives and stuff. But like I said, all he's doing is kind of locking up that really radical right wing. It's it's just going to turn off everyone else. Uh, it's, I don't know. We'll see because I'm curious now. 
in a couple of days to see what the what the polls are starting to show and see how people are breaking because we're getting down to nut cutting time, man. People starting to early vote here pretty soon, and they said they imagine about thirty percent of people vote, um, you know, uh, early. So this after this debate and probably start next week, people are going to start cashing in votes. So kind of like whatever the polls are looking like as of next week, that might. St- pretty much would say it right there i don't know if there's anything else that can go down yeah but, but it's definitely it was it was interesting i'll say this much it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be uh because i really thought he, i mean i was just waiting for him to get up there and straight out say you know bill's a fucking rapist and this and that to her face you know and like i said he beat around it but he didn't really say it but the whole shenanigans with the women beforehand and the press conference. I was like, God, man, I've never seen anything like this ever. That's, that's pretty desperate is what that is. That's a desperate, desperate plea to try and try and gain support as much as you can. I think one thing I want to point out too is, and I, I said, I put out the little thing on the Facebook for the show. I said, I want to do some conspiracy talk. And part of it was, um, like I said, again, I wanted shit. I just, I'm so tired of, uh, conservatives and the ones who jumped on the wagon because he's the Republican candidate because they felt like they had to, cause it's party first America second Yeah, for them. Um, but I think like this whole, the sexual assault thing and the health, cause you know, another thing they were talking about a lot and Trump's been talking about on the campaign trails, you know, Hillary's health and her stamina and um, I listen to, um, I talk about him every once in a while on the show, I'll bring up Alec Jones. I love listening to him sometimes. Well, anytime things happen, like you have a mass shooting or something, I always like listening to him because everything is um, a false, false flag, flag yep. and it's a conspiracy. <laughs> so I always love hearing his take and hearing all his experts come on and talk about it. So I've been listening to him at work on and off um, for the past week or so because we're getting right up against the election and all this stuff. And He's been talking a lot about the Bill Clinton rape thing. He pounds that every day on his show. And he's been doing it for the last couple of weeks about how he's like, he's got the uh, Clinton shirts where it's like the Obama shirt that said hope only it's Clinton's face that says rape on it. And he's selling those and he sells the Hillary for prison shirts. And the people that he has on his show, he's got the one guy that's on his show all the time. His name's Roger Stone. And he'll pop up if people listen to this. Maybe they watch some of the cable news networks. They see him pop up occasionally. He's a really good friend of Trump's. And he was a campaign advisor early on, but he they had to let him go. He's wrote books in the past about like the Clinton Clinton crime family and you know, and all the shitty things about Hillary saying, you know, she's a lesbian and she helped, you know, Bill rape and all this. I mean, he he's insane. And um so he's on Alex Jones all the time, and he still has Trump's ear. And Alex Jones and him talk about, you know, well, when's Trump going to bring up the rape stuff, and when's Trump going to do this, and talk about her health. And he's been doing it more and more. And so I think people need to understand the mindset of the people running the campaign of Donald Trump and where Donald Trump gets some of his stuff. He's getting it from these insane alt-right groups or conspiracy theorists like Alex Jones. I mean, that's, and Roger Stone, these people who are Alex Jones cronies, this is where 
Trump is getting this stuff and he's putting it out there. I mean, you have a campaign that's basically run by conspiracy theorists and the very fringe right. And like, you know, he added Rod Jails onto his campaign at that time. He also added a guy from Breitbart. Uh, Breitbart News, of course, is a hardcore right-wing online news thing, and they're constantly talking about, you know, Clinton fucking rape and, you know, and how Hillary set up all these murders and stuff and, you know, and how she allowed Benghazi. Like, they spin everything, and they've been talking about how she's got Parkinson's disease. You know, I talked about that on the show. That's where that shit comes from. So it's not just that Trump is insane and the things he says are crazy. It's like you have to understand where his connections are and where this information comes from. He's not a regular, you know, sensible politician. I mean, that dude, like Trump's lost his fucking mind. Like he really is a sociopath. I don't know what through and through. Yeah. I've never liked the guy. I mean, you know, we started doing the show over four years ago and we did the dick of the year about three months in because, you know, we started in September. I did the first dick of the year. My first one was Donald Trump because at that time, uh, of course, Obama's running for re-election. This is when Trump was really kicking up the birtherism thing, and he kept talking about how he might run for president then, and he was saying a bunch of fucked up shit. And um, so I've hated him for a long fucking time. This is nothing new. <laughs> but from him just being a loudmouth asshole like he was four years ago, it's like that dude, I think he, he must have fell and banged his head on something and has a traumatic brain injury because... <laughs> He's really taken it to an extreme I don't know if he level. fell and banged his head. I think it's more or less that he gets his way so much with the people around him that he has started to believe his own lies and is able to fabricate his own reality within his head about what the world is and believes it to be true. Yeah, maybe so, but um, I know I know some of it is just a whole bunch of hogwash bullshit that he's just trying to feed into the mouths of the people that are going to vote for him. Um, you know, in particular about giving them tax cuts. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> you poor motherfuckers are not getting tax cuts from this asshole. He's getting a tax cut, not you. <laughs> it's only the wealthy. Look at his fucking plan. He and he. I even saw an, an ad, and they was talking about. How uh, uh, middle class is going to get such a percent of a tax cut under Trump. And I'm like, what What fucking plan are they talking about? Like, his plan is not, not at all. It, it's about tax cuts for the wealthy and big business, not for the little guy. Well, that's usually the Republican mantra. Tax cuts for the top. Yeah, but here's down. the difference. I mean, Trump isn't doing it because that's just Republican mantra. Trump is doing it because Trump would benefit from it. Well, I mean, that's, like I said, that's pretty much the typical Republican. Of course he's going to, but I mean, the Bushes, when they got in and cut taxes, they benefited from it when they well, started a war in yeah, Iraq. Bushes are a little that, bit different. But they had Dillings and Halliburton and all these there are, other Carlisle group. And there are quite a few Republicans that don't have a lot of money that do believe in trickle down economics. Well, that's just because they're completely uninformed. And I mean, like I said, Reagan started that bullshit and it failed miserably. And that's one. That's the only thing. 
<laughs> this is going to sound funny. The only thing I like about Trump in these is that he never fucking talks about Reagan. Any other Republican, it would fucking be a Reagan ass kissing yeah. fast for every debate. <laughs> That's the only thing about him. It's like, Oof, don't hear about Reagan anymore. <laughs> Maybe we get rid of that finally. He, he probably doesn't even know what Reagan's policies were enough to talk about it. So. No, he wouldn't agree with him because well, the tax the tax break, but not the amnesty for the the Hispanics. Oh no, definitely not, <laughs> definitely not that part. But again, I just I don't think he knows enough about the Reagan presidency to even comment on it. So no, he did very well in the eighties under Reagan. I'm sure he was a big fan. Again, he probably doesn't know his policies. He know he did well because he cheated the system. Nah. Oh, there's another but, thing tonight. But he doesn't know. What he doesn't understand how the government works at all. He probably no, doesn't he, even know how to like put a bill into place. He probably has no fucking clue about any well, of that. The, your point is, sir, because there's a few things he said tonight. Like he kept hit one of his big things. He kept attacking Hillary on is every time she would say, "I want to do this, I want to do that," he'd be like, "You know, you've been in con, you've been in government for thirty years. You were a senator, and you didn't get any of these things done." I don't think he understands that one senator can't right past laws exactly and put that's action. my point he doesn't he, understand how government works or or when she's secretary of state it's like secretary of state has nothing to do with that yeah. side it's it's, <laughs> it's, like it's not a business that, you asshole you can't go in there and strong arm a small contractor into not paying or to for you not to pay that person for the work they did that's not yeah. how fucking government works yeah she she just shook her head. She even kind of made a comment. She goes, "Yeah, that's." I'm. She goes, "I wish I could have got more done, but unfortunately, we had a Republican president when I was in that would have vetoed anything that we did get passed." <laughs> it's like, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't get it. No, he doesn't. He, he has no idea. That, that's the one thing I wish that when it comes to the debates and when it comes to any interviews or anything, they would get off of that. They would get off of the rhetoric and all the crazy shit that he says, and they would actually talk to him about government. Get basic with it. Get very basic with it and ask him like just small things. Like how do you get a bill passed? There was a couple times tonight where uh, Anderson Cooper and um, I can't think of her last name, uh, Martha, I think, Radix, right? I can't think of her last name right now, but um, the two moderators where, you know, they would ask him a question and he would just go off topic because most of the time he would just use it to attack Hillary in some way. He never really answered the question where they'd come back to him and they'd simplify the question and say, no, but what about this specifically? Especially, like I said, on the whole, they're talking foreign policy and they're talking about like Russia and Syria. And he really had no answer. I mean, you know, he's just very general and broad. And that's, you know, like I said, when he threw Pence under the bus, like, I don't give a shit what that guy says. What's <laughs> <laughs> your, your VP, dude? But, um, oh, I'm watching. I got CNN on the background. So, of course, everybody will see this in the morning. But the the first poll watchers, the they're showing right now that um, Clinton pretty much destroyed Trump um, in the after debate polling. So eh, he'll just go on tomorrow on the Fox news and say he won all the polls. Well, all, yeah, I, I won all the polls, all, including the stations that didn't even have a poll. I, I want to look at all the online polls that yeah. fucking anybody can just go vote. <laughs> yeah. Which he destroyed again. <laughs> God damn it. 
I don't know. It was an eventful night. I would say um, definitely flip on some of the channels and try and catch some of the highlights of it because there was a few oh, I will. that were were fascinating. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing what the uh, what the last debate's going to be like because I don't know. I don't really know what he can do to follow this one up. I mean, I don't know what kind of a press conference he can hold or who he could bring in next time. I think he pretty much did a pretty good job of <laughs> tonight of making it as awkward and taking it down a route that I've never seen in politics in my life before. So, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's special. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. It's one way to put it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's somewhat good that he is running because it is bringing a lot of issues to light as far as sexism and racism and all kinds of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really bringing it into the mainstream. So that that is a good point. The 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 problem is is that there is a legitimate you know chance that he could win the presidency. <laughs> so I, I think any and everybody knows my views about voting. And how yeah. I think it's just a load of shit. And, uh, you know, our political system, it's two sides of the same coin. And it's just all, all a bunch of bullshit. And the the people that should get the benefit of government rarely do. Um, you know, I, I have said forever that our system is broken severely. Uh, and there's a lot that we need to get rid of as far as super PACs and lobbyists and all that stuff. And career politicians all that shit needs to go away um and that would be a huge step in changing the way things work because then it would be a uh it would be a civil service it wouldn't just be a career so to speak Mm -hmm. um and then certainly with the lobbying and all that kind of bullshit you know rich people couldn't actually buy laws It, it wouldn't exist um you know unless it was of course illegal and then there'd be ramifications for that uh, but I mean, really with, with the way things are shaping up and just how crazy Trump actually is, God damn it. I think I have to vote. Yeah. I mean, I know earlier on, I was saying I wasn't going to, I mean, it really, like I say, it doesn't really I, matter. In I, Texas, I, but. I feel like it is now like a point of duty that I have to do my part into stamping this piece of shit down to the ground. <laughs> well, I think Minnesota is pretty locked up for Hillary, but what you need to do is go get an apartment in uh, Iowa just for the week <laughs> of the election and vote there. Cause I was on the fence right now and we might need those. Votes. <laughs> so that's your game plan. You need to go get a hotel room in Iowa and register there for the next week yeah. during the election. <laughs> I, man, I, I did see the part where they were talking about, um, uh, energy and all that stuff and clinton was talking about the the war on coal and miners and mm-hmm. steel industry and blah 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 and it's like dude war on coal what the fuck are you fucking talking about like there's not the war on coal is from the gas industry that's been sucking that away because coal's not viable anymore you dumb shits it's all about fracking mm-hmm. that's not a presidential thing that's just the way it works. There's yeah. some parts of the economy that are going to wither away because they're irrelevant. 
So that whole argument is just fucking null. And then he said that there is such a thing as clean coal. That's ridiculous. What the fuck is he talking about? I don't even think he knows what that means. Well, you know what? I Back when Obama was running, he would talk about that. And that always pissed me off because there's a thing about how they do the coal where they burn it like under the ground. It keeps the yeah. gases under they the ground. They bury it. Yeah. That's clean coal. That, that's Late, a, later generations will have to deal with it. That's clean. Yeah, I always that always kind of made me crazy. No when fucking Obama way. Talked about it. So that's not but, clean. That's passing the buck on to future generations. Yeah, that's just something that they told him to say. He doesn't know what it is either. Because they're like, well, we got to get that West Virginia vote or, or <laughs> right? Pennsylvania. We we need I, those black yeah, motherfuckers like, voting for us. You you want to get pissed off because miners' jobs are withering away get mm-hmm. pissed off at the energy companies that probably paid them because they have invested their money into fracking. If I was Hillary, I'd double down and be like, yeah, I want to get rid of all those fucking jobs. We're going to go solar and wind only because most of them are in West Virginia and that state ain't voting for a Democrat, so fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just try and piss them off more. Fuck it. Get those libs to come out and vote for you. Yeah, that's what we want. Wind and solar. Fuck coal. And get the you get the little millennial libs they'll right. come out and vote. Yeah, man, you got to play it right. She's fucking up. But I was disappointed. I did want to have a fun story for this week because I saw to kind of end on because I knew it'd be hardcore political talk. Even though I'm disappointed, you didn't watch the debate. You're fucking bogs in it. So dude, you. I I think I contributed pretty damn well to this episode. So did you, what you, game, did you watch that Green Bay game? Yeah, I was watching some of the Green Bay game. Really, I was just hanging out with friends. Oh, my God. Green Bay won? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> I should have watched a little bit of that, too. I got to fucking scout the Cowboys' next opponent. How about them Cowboys? Woo! Yeah, they look good today. That's for sure. Um no, but I was gonna. I had a story I saw this week, and I was so excited. It was such a fun story. And then a couple of days went by, and I had my fucking nuts kicked in. So this is why social media, and I've bitched about it before, how social media is going to be the downfall of America. And uh, if you know, unless Trump gets elected, then that'll be the downfall of America. But um, so. The story came out, there's a um, a guy in Florida, an old man, he had a very wealthy guy, and he hooked up with like a 24-year-old girl, and they got married. And of course, she's, you know, gold digger, trying to get some money, hooking up, get her a sugar day, right? Okay. So, they got married, and then, I, I don't remember the whole, like all the details specifically, but basically she was there looking through like some old photo albums or something. And she noticed that one of the guys in one of the pictures was her father. And it just so happened to be the guy that she married son. Ooh. (laughs) So I was like, so juicy. So basically the dude who had, who was estranged from his son ended up marrying his granddaughter. Wow. Okay, so this story was, and I saw, I heard the story on the radio, and I'm like, bullshit. And I started looking online, because the first thing you always do is go Google it to see if it's bullshit, see like what sources this is from. Yeah. Um, 
and I, it was on like two legitimate papers, like uh, the like f- fucking one of the the Sentinel fucking paper in Florida, and some other like online mag- magazine paper that I've read before that I has legit stories. I'm like, holy shit, dude, this is insane. And like you're reading it, it says, you know, they they said they realized that they were grandfather and granddaughter, but yet they were in love and they're just going to go ahead and stay married. And like, I was like, this is awesome. And it was out of Florida. So I was like, oh, my God, we're going to have a Florida segment this week. <laughs> so then a couple of days go by and uh, the guys I heard on the radio said, yeah, you know, we brought that story today. It was a hoax. And I'm like, what the God fuck? God damn it. So. It was such a good hoax that the the some mainstream like actual newspapers and, and media outlets picked it up and ran with it. So I'm thinking, okay, so this just shows how good our media is. Did they they didn't even double oh, yeah. check on this? They, or no, they look at social media and go, oh yeah. I was so excited because it was the details are so good. Like I would have brought it and read it, but say I'm just going off memory now because I got so upset and I didn't even print it off. I'm like fucking internet ruins everything i wanted some good ancestral grandpa action going on and fucking ruined it yeah it's you you can't believe anything on the internet it's the fucking worst dude nothing you you see it you immediately need to question it yeah i've pretty much it's like twitter every time i look at twitter now and you look at the trendings if you see the name of a famous person the first thing you think is oh my god they fucking died (laughs) (laughs) it's either they died or something they did something really fucking horrendous it's either one of the two so that's the only reason i like social media is just i try and keep up with it just to see what's going on like right then but now every time i see a story like this i just i can't get excited anymore because i've had my heart broken so, it's a, it's a sad fucking fact. Although I was live tweeting tonight during the debate. Oh. Yeah. I was doing that little service. I was interacting with some peeps on the Twitters. So, you were You were pulling a Trump? Not quite. And live like tweeting? Trump, not, not like Trump does. <laughs> Mine was a little bit more civil. I wasn't talking about grabbing pussies and stuff. I was just like... Wow, I can't believe he just said that, you know, kind of thing. And re- just retweeting some fun things that people were treating. That was pretty funny, like fact check stuff during it and leaving shitty comments. And yeah, I keep it, I keep it pretty PG, you know, for yeah. the kids, you know, because I'm all about the children. Uh, yeah, we, we can totally tell. <laughs> but anyway, so um, I'm going to give. My fucking, I just want to see how things play out this week. And then next week, I'm going to give you my fucking prediction on the election. I'll tell you what the, uh, I'll tell you what the fucking, the vote's going to be like. I'm going to tell you how big, who's going to win and what the, what the electoral college is. I'm going to fucking get it. And you're going to be so amazed on election night when my numbers are fucking <laughs> right on. I did this last time, dude. And I was really close. If you go back and listen to the, the fucking show right before the Obama Romney election stuff. I called it pretty damn close, dude. I think I was just a few uh, votes off on the electoral college and stuff. I, was, I did good. I was real proud of myself. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, uh, as far as numbers wise, I, I can't get into it now, but uh, I think it's gonna be Hillary. And uh, you know, I think Trump has finally hit that wall 
and he's not going to be able to repair it. Um, I I think if there was anything like really big and shocking about Hillary, it would have already been dug up and he would have already said it. Well, don't get too excited because uh, WikiLeaks was supposed to drop their October surprise and this is something that pissed off like as talking about the alt-right and the psychopathic uh, side of uh, the right wing like Alex Jones because Julian Assange came out this last week and said he had a big uh, thing about his October surprise drop and yeah. then he came out and like three in the morning and did like a little fucking speech basically saying like hey WikiLeaks kicks ass we've been around for so and so long and oh yeah I've got some information but I'm not going to release it just yet <laughs> it's like you fucking dick so it pissed off all the conspiracy people but um, who knows man they'll see if he's got something up his sleeve he might drop but other than that I the only other thing I could see right now the trump if he really wants to take it to the next level is uh he needs to wait until the next debate and then fucking accuse hillary clinton of murdering vince foster <laughs> 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 and then drop the mic and walk off <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome <laughs> hey your husband's a rapist and you fucking murdered vince foster Boom. yeah i mean as far as the fanaticals on both sides like the debates and all that stuff, is it's never going to change their minds. It's only going to reinforce their ideas about the candidate that they hate. Yeah. Um, so really, the the election is, and just like every election, it's going to be won on the backs of the undecided. Yeah, which is amazing to me. Like, And how there are undecided that are still on the side of Trump, uh, I don't fucking understand. Yeah. That boggles my damn mind. Well, I don't know. They did... They had like the undecided groups that they pulled in. I was watching CNN for a little bit after the debate, and they had like 20 people in there that were so called undecideds. And they basically asked them after the, you know, what they saw tonight, who they're going to vote for. And about three fourths of them threw up their hands for Hillary. And, and there's still a few that were undecided, which I'm like, how? Well, you fucking people should just not be allowed to vote. Yeah. I mean, uh, Last thought, you know, uh, a lot of them like to bring up Bill and other uh, womanizers or people that have been accused of assaulting women or whatever. Um, Here's the difference is that when America voted for Bill Clinton, they didn't know about any of that. None of that was on the books. None of it was on the record. He had never been caught saying anything like that. It wasn't on tape or video. Mm-hmm. They didn't know it until he got into office. Would well, it have changed people's minds? Sure. Would it have been a nail in the coffin? Probably. Well, probably. I, gotta, I do have to correct so, you a little bit on that because when he was running in the primaries, the Jennifer Flowers thing did come out. She did come out and say that she had had an affair with him. Now, he denied it at the time. <laughs> an affair, not an assault. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not There's like a, a huge thing, fucking difference. Affair. Yeah, the like the whole... Huge uh, difference. Paula Jones thing and stuff. She came out way after the fact. It Again, it makes you a prick if you cheat on your spouse. Mm-hmm. Certainly. But assault is a whole nother ballgame. So I that you can't even compare the two. That that can't even compare that. That's non-comparable. So 
as far as if he had said anything about assaulting a woman or a woman coming out and saying that she had been assaulted by him and there was some validity to it, it would have been a death nail for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he so, wasn't. He barely, he didn't win by a lot. <laughs> that that's the fucking difference. Yeah. Is that we know going in what Trump is and how he acts and what he says. That's the fucking difference, people. That's my final thought. Well, in the famous words of uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, America, fuck yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, folks, hope you enjoyed it. Check out uh, our brothers who don't have to worry about any of this bullshit. Well, they may have to worry about it when Trump gets elected. That's right. Canada may not be safe from Trump. We're we're coming for you, you moose fucking (laughs) weeping motherfuckers. You just got to remember, don't don't give them any reason to be vindictive because this motherfucker, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it could be your problem, Canada. You should be concerned. Oh, it'll be their problem. Could be your problem. Um, or you'll just get a whole bunch of American refugees <laughs> flooding into your country. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, check out Podlocked. Good show. Chris and Joe. Uh, yeah. Joey. Um, Brad's been nice, so I guess I'll plug his 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 other show, Digital yeah, Frustrations. I, I saw you two were kissing and making up a little he's, bit the other night. Yeah, he 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 just apparently he just doesn't like me on the show. <laughs> apparently, I the mics turn on and I turn into Trump, and he, I just become a major asshole. Aw, I never thought of you about being the. Trump of the show. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but there's something about me on this show that just rubs him the wrong way. So that's fine. It's whatever. Tis what it is. I can't change anything and I'm not going to change the way I am on the show. So is the way it is. But we're on good graces. So check out Digital Frustrations if you so desire on the mm. Digital Frustrations Network. Oh my God can't forget that part don't want anybody to get confused now yeah the network with what two shows uh do they only have two shows now yeah i think they only have two shows now Mm Hmm. brad needs to start his up again so they'll have three yeah why do they even call it a network really Uh, i don't know i mean i don't know does it do them any favors Mm. no does it I mean, because it's not like they're on there with anybody else. It's because it's, their other show, Retro Warriors, it's just two of the other co-hosts from Digital Frustrations on their own show. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just let's don't know. Let's make our own network then. Yeah, well, we're the going to The Intellectual Saviors point. Network. We are the Intellectual Saviors on the Intellectual Saviors Network. Well, I'm I'm thinking about doing something. I'm going to do an all wrestling show. Oh God! <laughs> we'll throw that on there. Too. Fuck me! <laughs> I know Brad's rolling his eyes now too. I'm right there with you, Brad. It's going to be all about metal and wrestling. <laughs> the whole show. 
God damn it. I did see, uh, I can't remember. I'll have to, hold on. Let me let me see if I can find the video so I can uh, give everybody what they should search on YouTube. But, you know, uh, Hurricane Matthew has come through, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure exactly where it was, but somewhere here in America, while the hurricane was going on, uh, these guys decided to make a video. Uh, the video is called Hurricane Matthew Meets Slayer. Oh, my. And it's a very short clip, but it starts out, you know, just like the wind blowing and they're in a, uh, they're, they're kind of near the street and you can see houses and the trees kind of flapping in the wind and Slayer's playing. And then it pans over to the left and in the middle of the street, it's got a guy that's got his t-shirt off with really long hair holding the American flag, just like thrashing. In the middle of the street to Slayer. <laughs> it's fucking great. You should check it out. It's hilarious. Murka. Hey, dude. Everybody loves Slayer. Murka. <laughs> All right, folks. Have a good week and try not to let anybody grab your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please don't let them grab your pussy. Oh, shit. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy.